Hey Krishna, I welcome all to everyday chant Hari Nam conference call. Um, today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Srivas Ras Bihari Ras Prabhuji from India enlighten us on verse 8, chapter 4, canto 5. Uh, Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Uh, whenever you are ready, Prabhuji, please uh, go ahead. Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Yeah, Hare Krishna. Uh, <clears throat> so thank you all very much for once again giving me opportunity for discussing Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam in this current uh, section we are discussing from Canto 5 which is entitled The Creative Impetus. Uh, chapter 4, The Characteristics of Rishabhadev, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Then uh, we are going to text uh, Eight, which is a uh, description of what happened in the previous uh, class we had discussed about the incarnation of Rishabhadev. He appeared uh, in the womb of Nabi, uh, sorry, so as a son of Nabi. So we'll see the further description of Sanchukadev Goswami about him. So this is text 8, it is not in the perfect meter which we generally recite or uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam. So I'll just recite the verse and then you all can see the translation and then we can go further. So here is the text. Ataha Bhagavan Rishabdeva Svavarsham Karma Chetram Anumayayam Anumayamanaha Pradarshita Gurukula Vasu Yadva Vareir Gurubhir Anugnato Grihamedinam dharmam anusikshamanu jayatam indri indradatayam udhaya lakshanam karma samanyamanatmam abhiyunjan atmanam atma sammananam satam janayam asha. So we will see uh, word to word meaning. Atha uh, thereupon that is means after the departure of his father, Ha, indeed, Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Rishabhadeva, Rishabhadeva, Sva, his own son, Varsham, kingdom, Karmakshetram, the field of activity, Anumanyamanaha, Anuma, accepting as Prasirita, shown as an example, Gurukulavasaha, lived at Gurukul, Labdva, uh, having achieved Varai, gift Guruvir by spiritual master Anugnyataha being ordered Grihamedinam of the householders Dharman duties Anusikshamanaha teaching by example Jayantam in his wife Jayanti Indra Dattayam offered by Indra Ubhayalakshanam of both types karma activities Samanyamanantam mentioned in the scriptures Abhiyunjan, performing, Atma Janam, sons, Atma Samanam, exactly like himself, Shatam, 100, Jananyam, Asha, begot. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. <coughs> Translation, being an incarnate, sorry, after Navi departed for Badrikashram, the Supreme Lord Rishabhadev understood that his kingdom was his field of activities. 
he therefore showed himself as an example and taught the duties of a householder by accepting brahmacharya under the direction of his uh, under, under the direction of the spiritual master <coughs> he also under uh, he also went to live at the spiritual master's place called gurukul after his education was finished he gave gifts guru dakshina to his spiritual master and then accepted the life of a householder he took a wife named Jay- jayanti and begot 100 sons who were as powerful and as qualified as he himself his wife jayanti had been offered to him by indra the king of heaven rishabadev and jayanti performed householder life as an exemplary way carrying out ritualistic activities ordained by the shruti and smriti shastras super part <clears throat> being an incarnation of the supreme personality of godhead rishabadev had nothing to do with material affairs as stated in bhagavad gita priyar pari paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya ch dushkritam the purpose of an incarnation is to liberate his devotees and to stop the demoniac activities of non devotees these are the two functions of the supreme lord when he incarnates shri chaitanya mahaprabhu has said that in order to preach one must live in a practical life and show people how to do things apani achari bhakti shikhainu shabhare one uh one cannot teach others unless he behaves the same way himself rishabadev was an ideal king and he took his education in the gurukul although he was already educated because because the supreme lord is omniscient although rishabadev had nothing to learn from gurukul he went there just to teach people in general how to take an education from the right source from vedic teachers he then entered a householder life and lived according to the principles of vedic knowledge shruti and smriti in his bhakti rasamrita sindhu rupa goswami quotes uh, from skanda puran states shruti smriti puranaadi panchratri ki vidhim vina aikantiki harer bhakti utpate eva kalpate human society must follow the instructions received from shruti and smriti vedic literatures practically applied in life This is worship of supreme personality of godhead according to pancharatrika vidhi every human being must be aware of his spiritual life and at the end return home back home back to godhead maharaj rishabadev strictly followed all these principles he remained an ideal grahastha and taught his sons how to become perfect in spiritual life these are some of the examples of how he ruled the earth and completed his mission as an incarnation om agyanati mirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmai shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya manobhishtam sthapitam yena bhutale svayam rupa kadamahiyam dadati svapadantikam vandeham shri guru shri yuta padakamalam श्री गुरून वैष्णवांश श्रीरूपम सागर जात सह गण रघुनाथ तम सजीव 
साधवैतम सावदूतम परिजन सहितम कृष्ण चैतन्य देवन श्री राधा कृष्ण पादान सहगन ललिता श्री विशाखान्विता नमा ओं विष्णुपादाय कृष्ण प्रेष्टाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नितिनामिने नमस्ते सरस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्य देश तारिणी जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैता गदाधार श्रीवासादी गौर भक्त वृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा सो थैंक यू ऑल वेरी मच आई जस्ट रीड द ट्रांसलेशन वंस अगेन दिस इज सच ए इंपॉर्टेंट इंस्ट्रक्शन विच भागवतम गिव्स आई एम जस्ट ट्राइंग टू रीड दिस ट्रांसलेशन वंस अगेन टेक्स्ट एट After Nabi Maharaj uh, departed for Badrikashram, the Supreme Lord Rishabdev uh, understood that his kingdom was uh, his field of activity. Uh, he therefore showed himself as an example and taught the duties of a householder by first accepting Brahmacharya. under the direction of spiritual master he also went to live at the spiritual master's place gurukul after his education was finished he gave gifts guru dakshina to his spiritual master and then accepted the life of a householder he took a wife named jayanti and begot 100 sons who were as powerful and qualified as he himself his wife jayanti had been offered to him by indra the king of heaven vishabadev and jayanti performed householder life in an exemplary way carrying out ritualistic activities ordained by shrutis and smritis mm-hmm. so here we see that uh, when nabhi begot a son uh, his name was rishabadev and uh, he saw that rishabadev is divinely blessed by the supreme power mm-hmm. hence uh when he saw that everything is proper he saw that uh, he also con- uh, took counsel from uh, the uh, ministers and he also very maturely decided that my son is now capable of taking charge of kingdom so he left uh, to badrikarshan mm-hmm. so we see here that the father and son both are setting a, a very suitable example so every king as a part of varnashram dharma after finishing his tenure he is supposed to leave the family and go and live in a uh, forest and sometimes it is also mentioned that the king should live in the forest in a disguised way because if somebody comes to know that he was a king then immediately uh, he will start getting attention and facilities from the villagers or the forest dwellers mm-hmm. so in order to avoid uh, a comfortable life in order to avoid any kind of luxuries the king sometimes used to live in a incognito way mm-hmm. or used to go deep into the forest where nobody recognizes mm-hmm. 
or these places like holy places like badrikashram or uh, you know these places are recommended because there there that places very hardly anybody stays hmm? so now uh, king nabhi understood that my son is a very qualified person in the previous verses you will see uh, that nabhi uh, had very clearly understood that uh, my son is a very qualified person hmm? so hence he left huh? so after understanding that now what does uh, rishabhadev do hmm? so generally sometimes in the materialistic situations uh, we see that a son is waiting when the father will die and i'll use up the kingdom and enjoy it hmm? so this kind of mentality should not be there in a king hmm? a king should rule or enjoy the facilities only to the extent it is needed for maintaining his kingdom hmm? So Rishabdev was not like that kind of a, you know, uh, what do you say, uh, a king who is interested in uh, enjoyment. Hmm? So he is perfectly following Varnashram Dharma. Hmm? Sometimes uh, even uh, devotees feel that, you know, uh, Varnashram Dharma is something which is inferior to Krishna consciousness. Hence, it should be avoided. Hmm? of course definitely varnashram system is inferior to krishna consciousness but it does not mean that it should be willingly avoided hmm? as long as possible as far as possible varnashram system should be followed hmm? but not understanding that uh, you know uh, the real essence uh, they sometimes immaturely feel that we should renounce varnashram system hmm? even if you are not following perfect grahasashram rules and regulations even if you are not uh, uh, what do you say following the dharma of a son even if you are not following the dharma of a wife or even if you are not following the dharma of a husband we can still be krishna conscious sometimes uh, we feel like that hmm? but uh, although in from one point of view it is true but that does not mean that we willingly avoid that hmm? so however rishabhadev although he was supreme personality of godhead he is not just a devotee he is supreme personality of godhead he goes to gurukula he, you see here it is so clearly mentioned that he accepted brahmacharya under the direction of spiritual master so even i was uh, practicing brahmacharya i was under the ashram i was under the superiors so one of the main accept, uh, aspect of being a brahmachari is that he is under the direction of some spiritual master Mm-hmm. uh just by not getting married doesn't mean that he is a brahmachari mm-hmm. sometimes outsiders also uh, those who are not krishna conscious they think that uh, you know when uh, when they sometimes come across devotees i am also a brahmachari mm-hmm. so brahmachari one of the main thing is brahmachari guru kule vasandanto guru ritam mm-hmm. so brahmachari lives under the direction of spiritual master just because somebody is not married or even somebody is just a celibate he has never interacted with opposite gender it doesn't mean that he is a brahmachari brahmachari means under the direction of spiritual master hmm? so it is mentioned that he also went to live under the spiritual master's place as a gurukul hmm? so lord ramachandra also lord krishna also they all went to gurukul why because to uh, teach other people hmm? 
when lord ramachandra went and stayed under the direction of gurukul it is mentioned in ramayan that lord ramachandra also slept on the ground because when a brahmachari when he goes and stays in the ashram of a guru a brahmachari never demands any luxuries he, never, he will never have a you know luxurious cot or facilities what modern technology can offer these days like you know ac facilities or washing machine like that a brahmachari ideally is supposed to be leading a very simple life he is supposed to wash the clothes of his guru and he himself he is supposed to wash his own clothes he is supposed to clean the area where he is living so all these things when he learns irrespective of what kind of family background you are from it is not that for rich people there was a different gurukul and for poor people it was a different gurukul all the people were treated as equal so long so that he is in a brahmacharya ashram so lord ramachandra himself practiced that he went to gurukul he served the guru he lived a merry menial life so that is the meaning of a brahmacharya life and after his education was finished he gave gifts that is guru dakshina to his spiritual master so guru dakshina generally if you want to understand what is guru dakshina guru dakshina is given by the candidate for the pleasure of guru a guru never demands a guru dakshina generally that is the case or even if a guru wants something from his disciple as a guru dakshina the guru uh, sometimes waits till the time the candidate the, the disciple himself comes and asks what guru dakshina should i give mm-hmm. so this is the actually ideal way of uh, guru and disciple relationship a disciple should go to guru and ask that my dear spiritual master i am very eternally indebted for you to giving me guidance in krishna consciousness what suitable guru dakshina can i give you mm-hmm. so we all know in terms of guru dakshina when dronacharya uh, became guru for all these pandavas and kauravas he had something in his mind why i became guru he had some objective and after completion of the training of the pandavas and the kauravas uh, dronacharya waited for right time to come and when these people themselves went and asked that you know what guru dakshina you want that is the time when dronacharya told that i want drupada to be punished like the, the way he has spoken harsh words against me hmm? so nonetheless guru dakshina means uh, what pleases guru hmm? generally people think that guru dakshina means we have to give only money hmm? but sometimes guru may not be happy uh, with just money like for example somebody is a very rich uh, disciple or you know is a practitioner i can use that word and if the guru comes there and you know guru gives instruction he you know sometimes uh, even after you become a householder it is an instruction to the householder that you invite the guru to come and stay and teach hmm? because the guru need not be a sanyasi hmm? sometimes uh, because of this modern setup in the iskon society sometimes people think that the guru should be a sanyasi hmm? of course now 80 to 90% of the gurus in iskon are sanyasis but there are few grahastha gurus also hmm? so a disciple who when he accepts guru uh, grahasth ashram he can invite his guru to come and stay with him also for some time to teach how to live in a family life hmm? we see uh, that uh, ramanujacharya although he was a grahasth at that time he invited uh, 
Mahapurna to come and stay with him to give instructions. Hmm? So, household life is, uh, how, once you finish Brahmacharya and you go to Grahastha Ashram, doesn't mean that you have, uh, or you have given Guru Dakshina to Guru, uh, you lived in Brahmacharya, you gave Guru Dakshina to Guru, you accepted Grahastha Ashram, and that does not mean that you have washed away your hands with Guru and you have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So this is also a misnomer or a misunderstanding which sometimes devotees have, that you know, or a Brahmachari will feel that, okay, I have done uh, my part, I gave Guru Dakshina, I am done. So even when you become Grahastha, it is your responsibility that you invite your Guru, allow him to come and stay with you and give you instructions. Mm-hmm. In that way, uh, the householder also is benefited by the association of uh, such sadhus. Hmm? So, Rishabhadev, as in the previous time also when I gave class, uh, it was clearly mentioned that Rishabhadev appeared to teach people. Hmm? So, how to teach people? Uh, one of the things which uh, Prabhupada uses this Bengali uh, phrase for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Apani achari bhakti shikhainu sabare. Hmm? So by showing as ourselves, Rishabhadev uh, uh, taught us what we are supposed to do. Hmm? He accepted a wife, the wife's name was Jayanti, and he accepted his wife because the uh, king of heaven, that is uh, Indra, offered him this wife. Hmm? So uh, uh, Sometimes uh, it is very good that we accept somebody as wife when superiors are offering it to us, that you know, marry such and such girl. Uh, you see that Kardabhumuni also did that. We also see that uh, uh, Daksha, uh, also, I am not sure whether Daksha was offered by Supreme Lord, but uh, this uh, Prachetas were offered uh, a wife by superior authority, so they just accepted like that. So, uh, Rishabhadev and Jayanti performed householder life in an exemplary way, hmm? carrying out ritualistic activities ordained by Shruti and Smritis. So, generally a householder has lot many responsibilities. He has responsibility towards wife, he has responsibility towards society, he has responsibility towards gurus, he has responsibility towards uh, finances. So, in that sense, a grahasa has to live a very exemplary life. So it is generally very difficult if we, uh, after some section, uh, there is a description of uh, how Rishabhadev's son Bharat Maharaj, he became king and Bharat Maharaj uh, later on uh, became deviated and he is reborn as uh, deer and then again reborn as Jad Bharat and Jad Bharat is instructing Rahugan. Uh, the forest of material enjoyment in which he uh, explains how uh, householder life is a very troublesome experience. Hmm? Everyone has expectations, children, wife, uh, parents, uh, society. So all these things sometimes uh, are described as, uh, 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 what do you say, insects who are biting a person who is uh, in a uh, dense, dark, well. Hmm? So, a householder uh, being uh, troubled from various directions, it is very easy for the householder to deviate from the path of dharma. Hmm? He may try to earn money by dubious means, by cheating others, 
or uh, he may sometimes not pay taxes to the government hmm? or uh, he may do so many different things he may do gambling to earn money like that so in this way grahastha's uh, situation is very very precarious hmm? so uh, if we go down to the verse it is uh, the word uh, is written here is uh, anujataha then is the word comes grahamedinam hmm? so now somebody may uh, doubt why it is described that rishabadev uh, gave duties to grahamedinam hmm? so uh, he is teaching those householders just give me one minute just one minute Uh, Hare Krishna, I'm really sorry if somebody, uh, uh, somebody had just come to see me. So now, uh, so in that way, uh, somebody who is a householder, he is being uh, troubled from various ways. Hmm? So that kind of a householder uh, is considered as Grahamedi, who is not able to follow the dharma of a Grahastha ashram. Hmm? So that's why Rishabhadev, is teaching all those people by his own example a grahastha uh, according to the time and cycle is supposed to do various yagyas or uh, he is supposed to raise children and give samskaras to the children uh, he is supposed to give charity to brahmanas he is supposed to give charity to uh, uh, devotees of the lord he is supposed to feed anyone who comes at his home hmm? So all these uh, ritualistic activities hmm, of worshipping the demigods, of worshipping the forefathers, of giving charities, all these ritualistic activities which are ordained by Shrutis and Smritis, Rishabhdev exactly followed. Hmm. So Rishabhdev exactly followed not just because he wants to follow, hmm. he wants others to follow him, that is the reason why he is following. Hmm. Uh, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Namam karmani limpanti name karma phalas praha. I am not bound by any ritualistic activities. I am not bound by any uh, uh, reactions of the activities I do. Hmm? But I do it to teach others. Hmm? So this is something very very significant and uh, uh, the leaders in the society is supposed to take note of this that the way we are leading life uh, people will uh, follow it. People will catch it from there. Hmm? Uh, if we, if uh, if I can take the liberty to give some examples in day-to-day life. Hmm? Uh, generally, I, when I uh, when I speak on this topic, I tell that uh, when we preach to the people, hmm, saying that become devotees, come to Krishna consciousness. So we tell them also, come to Mangalarati. Hmm? Mangalarati is at 4:30 in the temple in the morning. Hmm? So imagine after giving a class on a Sunday evening, you know, I tell all the devotees who have come to my class, come to Mangalarti, Mangalarti is very nice. We all are supposed to come to Mangalarti. So all the devotees who have heard, say 50, 100 devotees who have heard, next day morning, say 20, 25 devotees turn up for Mangalarti. Hmm? And they themselves don't see the person who has done preaching. Hmm? He himself is sleeping in the temple. So it will set a very bad example. They will say, come on, he is preaching that come to temple, uh-huh. attend Mangalarti. 
but this guy himself is sleeping hmm? so that is a uh, in that way we cannot do preaching that's why Prabhupada has quoted Apani Achare Bhakti Shikhainu Sabhare because if you do not follow uh, then how others will follow hmm? so in this way whatever we are preaching like we preach to the devotees we, we preach to the people that eat only prasadam or don't eat onion garlic just a practical example and after preaching you know some devotee goes to some restaurant and he is eating onion garlic and others find him saying hey Prabhu you are eating onion garlic there so people will lose faith you know, that no Krishna consciousness does not work hmm? or a devotee preaches that you know do not go and watch movies you know? and then the preacher himself goes and watches movies and the you know he is seen he is also watching movies and what's wrong mm-hmm. so that's why it is very important apani achari bhakti shikhainu sabare so we devotees okay e- even if you are not a very pure devotee you preach at the level where you you can preach mm-hmm. like for example somebody has not yet uh, being uh, coming to mangalarti every day mm-hmm. so he should not preach to the people saying that you all come mm-hmm. like that so uh, one has to preach at his level hmm? so who can be perfect householder hmm? uh, in this kaliyuga to find a perfect householder is impossible hmm? but lord sometimes incarnates uh, and sets an example of course this is not kaliyuga but in general lord sometimes incarnates to set exam- exact example hmm? So Lord Ramachandra was that personality, Maryada Purushottam. He followed Maryada of all the relationships that he has, as a brother, as a sister, as a father, as a son, as a king, as a friend. Everyone, he fulfilled uh, the responsibilities of everyone. That's why he is called as Maryada Purushottam. Mm-hmm. Even when his mother, stepmother, uh, uh, to follow his, the instruction of stepmother was so difficult. Mm-hmm. But still, he just did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the context comes when Lord Ramchandra was going into the forest and uh, Kaiki, uh, Kaiki uh, when Lord Ramchandra came to seek blessings of Dasharath Maharaj before leaving, uh, Dasharath Maharaj was almost unconscious. Mm-hmm. And Kaiki was there with Dasharath Maharaj. And Lord Ramchandra seeks blessings that, you know, please bless me, I am going to uh, stay as a Vanvasi. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mother Kaikeyi was standing there and Lord Ramchandra told to Kaikeyi uh, that, my dear mother, uh, you have exercised your, uh, uh, what do you say, uh, benediction which uh, my father had given to you uh, by sending me to forest. Mm -hmm. But I feel you have wasted that benediction. Mm -hmm. Because even if you wouldn't have taken that benediction from uh, my father, you yourself would have directly instructed me saying that please go to forest and make Bharata as a king. I would have done that because you are my stepmother. Uh, you are like my mother only. So how will I disobey that? So for that sake you have you know, foregone your benediction from your husband. So that was the level of uh, 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 what do you say, uh, Acharya, hmm, uh, teaching by his example what kind of relationships uh, Lord Ramchandra had. Hmm. So in this regard there is one uh, classical example, hmm, comes in the, uh, some Purana or some story. Hmm. It so happened that uh, one small child was uh, fond of eating sweets, 
and his mother was very much disturbed uh, by the situation that my child is eating too many sweets. Mm-hmm. So this mother takes the sadhu mm-hmm, and he, stand, he makes the child stand in front of sadhu and the sadhu, uh, he tells, uh, mother tells that my son is eating too many sweets, can you please instruct my son not to eat so many sweets. So the sadhu says, come after one month. Mm-hmm. So the mother is taken by surprise uh, and the mother goes back, comes after one month. So, uh, uh, after one month when the mother brings the child, uh, the child uh, is instructed, the guru, the sadhu instructs the child that do not eat too many seeds. Mm-hmm. So, it was very simple instruction just to, uh, you know, uh, just to see externally, it is a very simple instruction. So, the child shakes his head, accepts the blessings of the sadhu, touches food, goes, goes out. The mother asks the sadhu that I also brought this same child one month back and you told, you know, you could have told the same thing one month back also. Mm-hmm. So the sadhu told that when you brought me, even I had this problem of eating too many sweets. I mean, of course, it is at the sadhu's level, not at the child's level of eating too many sweets. So the sadhu said, for last one month I have not eaten any sweets and I have practiced myself, then now I can preach. Mm-hmm. So this is called Apani Achari Bhakti Shikhainu Sabhare. Hmm? One cannot teach others unless he behaves the same way himself. Hmm? So Vishabdev was an ideal king and he took his education as Gurukul and you know he has followed everything according to Dharma. So Prabhupada took uh, from Bhakti Rasam Sindhu Shruti Smriti Puranadi Pancharatri Ki Vidhim Vina Aikantiki Harer Bhakti Rutpate Eva Kenpate. Hmm? So, uh, another aspect of today's purpose is that whatever rules and regulations we are following, whatever uh, tapasyas we are doing, it should be according to Smriti, Smriti, Puranadi. Hmm? One should not uh, suddenly accept any devotional principle if it is not given in uh, Smriti, Shruti and Pancharatriki Vidhi. Hmm? So, Pancharatriki Vidhi uh, uh, is mainly dealing with how uh, uh, deities uh, should be worshipped. Shruti and Smriti teaches more about Varnashram system, about the philosophy, about the Siddhanta, like that. Hmm? So without following all these things, if we just try to whimsically do Harer Bhakti, hmm? then what will happen? Utspateva Kalpate. Basically, we just get uh, distracted and distracted. Hmm? So, <clears throat> Uh, all these great Acharyas who are there in our parampara, all of them have practiced this life uh, and because of which they have preached. Mm. So this is very important. Mm. Uh, uh, we have taken example uh, of these kings. There are many other examples also like Janak Maharaj. Uh, he is being quoted in Bhagavad Gita also. Janak Maharaj was also a very ideal king. And in this way, uh, by staying uh, in uh, Varnashram Dharma, uh, people can also be taught Krishna Consciousness. Hmm? So, uh, general masses of people are not very intelligent uh, to directly take Krishna Consciousness. Hmm? They need support in terms of uh, various aspects in Krishna Consciousness which are needed. Hmm? So, in that way, Varnashram system, when it is seen as a support to Krishna Consciousness, 
then the true perspective of varnashram system can be applied mm-hmm. so uh, varnashram system the main support of varnashram system is the grahastha ashram mm-hmm. uh, because uh, most of the population in this kaliyuga at least will be uh, in grahastha ashram mm-hmm. so by having ideal grahasthas we can have a big following mm-hmm. that's why we see that chaitanya mahaprabhu Uh, did not encourage everyone to take sanyas hmm? only those who are inclined towards sanyas and they have uh, their karma bijas being completely eradicated by bhakti uh, they can take sanyas hmm? but masses of population are uh, not uh, like that hmm? so that's why when chaitanya mahaprabhu took sanyas uh, he have he has sometimes instructed his disciples that uh, be in householder life only and teach example hmm? shrivas thakur is there Uh, nityanand prabhu is there mm-hmm. so in this way uh, uh teaching to the masses is most important and teaching to the masses means uh, we have to be in a uh, in a way the people can relate to us mm-hmm. so uh, if uh, 90% of the population is grahasthas mm-hmm. and if we just uh, say that you know grahastha ashram is not suitable or varna ashram is not suitable then uh then people may become very uh, uh unstable the krishna consciousness of the people may be very unstable uh, because of not having a support of our national system mm-hmm. so uh to just to summarize uh, what i have discussed today uh, first thing is uh, kings in the vedic times have a very ideal way of living mm-hmm. uh, they lived they ruled uh, Uh, to a, a particular time period and after the time period is over or if they have found a very suitable candidate to uh, take up the kingdom they renounce and go mm-hmm. they go means they just like vanish you know? they don't uh, they are no more socially uh, accessible to common masses they just do very deep uh, you know meditation very deep austerities you will see that rishabh dev also did the same thing mm-hmm. in fact in the next uh, uh chapter that is fifth canto fifth chapter rishabhdev instructs his son and then he leaves to forest to do extreme uh, type of austerities hmm? rishabhdev is teaching his sons nayam deho deha bhajan loke kashtan kaman arhate vidbhujame tapo divyam putra kayana satvam shuddhet yasma dhramma saukhyam vanantam hmm? so rishabhdev is teaching his sons that you know don't just uh, do eating sleeping mating defending and do sense gratification just like pigs do tapasya tapo divyam putra kayana satvam and by establishing yourself in satva guna shudhet yasma dhamma saukhyam tanantam by establishing yourself in uh, uh shuddha satva can you always uh, you know be in a liberated state hmm? so just like nabhi was an ideal king rishabhdev was also ideal king and is following in his footsteps bharat maharaj was also an ideal king so uh, the kings the lineage is called this lineage is called as rajarishi which krishna refers in bhagavad gita uh, 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 rajarshayo viduhu this is the way rajarshis you know, evam parampara praptam imam rajarshayo viduhu so nabhi uh, followed exactly the rajarshi method of uh, ruling the kingdom and then uh, the next tenure was of rishabhadev hmm? So Rishabhdev also the first thing is that uh, 
uh, one should not have sense gratificatory outlook towards life mm-hmm. so a person who is in sense gratificatory outlook he will think uh, he will not think of performing austerities he will dire- directly go to the sense gratification mm-hmm. whereas these kings you see they have uh, gone to gurukul given guru dakshina learned from guru now he has become qualified he has begotten 100 sons mm-hmm. so 100 sons if somebody begets we can understand how much of involvement of uh, you know uh, husband and wife might be you know in this case rishabhadev and jayanti mm-hmm. but all that becomes purified because they have done tapasya mm-hmm. just like krishna says dharmo aviruddho bhuteshu kamosmi bharatarshabha mm-hmm. so rishabhadev also followed exactly dharma and uh, by following dharma uh, all his sons also became very uh, powerful mm-hmm. it is also mentioned here that uh, he begat 100 sons and all of them were as powerful and as qualified he as he himself mm-hmm. so that is a way of begetting children that is a way of begetting uh, being in a grahastha ashram and teaching grahasthas also how to uh, you know uh, be living in a very ideal way mm-hmm. uh, nowadays because of so much of modernization even many times we see that the grahasthas in krishna consciousness movement are simply driven away by uh, the sway of maya mm-hmm. they feel that by working hard by working uh, by earning lot of money uh, then we can become krishna conscious mm-hmm. or sometimes people think that by giving uh, the slaughter house education modern education to the children uh, our children uh, will be stable in material life mm-hmm. so these are all sways of maya uh, which uh, it is a challenge uh, the system of iskon that we maintain very high standards in grahastha ashram so of course rishabhadev had uh, uh, begotten uh, 100 sons and for 100 sons he, he was also qualified to give right education mm-hmm. and the third aspect which we discussed is that <clears throat> uh, uh, everyone should be uh, uh, following krishna consciousness from uh teachings from shruti and smriti one should not concoct a way of krishna consciousness mm-hmm. even panchratri ke vidhi worshiping deities one should not concoct mm-hmm. like in the recent times also many times uh it is brought to the discussion that you know sometimes people feel that uh the deities of krishna can be dressed in a different way mm-hmm. sometimes uh, we have seen in india uh, the deity of krishna is dressed as if krishna is lord shiva mm-hmm. or sometimes people dress uh, krishna's uh, krishna in the in the way as if krishna is a, a policeman mm-hmm. or uh, I, when there is there, there is more christian influence sometimes they dress as if he is a santa claus mm-hmm. so such thing should not be uh, you know uh, should not be considered as standard mm-hmm. originally when the deity is established the acharya establishes the deity of krishna uh invites krishna as uh, narayan one of the purpose of bhagavad gita prabhupada mentions that we are worshiping radha krishna in the mood of lakshmi narayana so there are standard ways of dressing krishna yes krishna can be dressed as narayana or sometimes rama on ram navami day but these are the only incarnations we should uh, consider and that too uh, the only the utsav vigra is dressed as uh, rama or only the utsav vigra is dressed as narsimha not the main vigra mm. so the main vigra should be in the mood of 
राधा कृष्णा और मैक्सिमम लक्ष्मी नारायण बट शुड नॉट अननेसेसरली डिवेट इनटू यू नो समटाइम्स एड्रेस शिव पार्वती और समटाइम्स यू नो दो सो मेनी डिफरेंट थिंग्स दैट कैन बी डन इन पांचरात्रि का विधि सो ऑल द कृष्ण कॉन्शियसनेस प्रोसीजर शुड बी फॉलोइंग पूर्वाचार्य इन दिस वे वन कैन बी गोइंग अहेड इन कृष्ण कॉन्शियसनेस so i'll just read the last sign he remained an ideal grahastha and taught his sons how to become perfect in spiritual life these are some examples of how he ruled the earth and completed his mission as an incarnation hmm? so this is way uh, what we have seen in the previous chapter vishabhadev's appearance he is establishing his dharma sansthapanarthaya sambhavami yuge yuge so this dharma in general can mean varnashram dharma Also, so where we have seen that Rishabhadev is executing. So in future, also you will see that how uh, Rishabhadev taught his hundred sons. Of in, uh, next verse only mentions that his son was Bharat Maharaj, and on his name uh, this whole track of land is called as Bharat Varsha, like that. Hmm. So this is what I thought we'll discuss in today's Shrimad uh, Bhagavatam class. I know there is five. Uh, to 10 minutes if somebody has any questions you can please ask hare krishna thank you all very much hare krishna if anybody has any questions or comments thank you so much prabhu ji for the wonderful session Devotees have any questions or comments? Please go ahead. Hare Krishna, Prabhu ji, Madanat Pranam to you, Shri Prabhat ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai. Thank you so much for the wonderful class. Always so much to learn, and. Uh, I was thinking that, like uh, you mentioned, one line about grahasta, also you know they are the ones who should financially support, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. So you mean to say the other ashrams are not uh, financially kind of independent? Uh, only the uh, and that's one thing I want you to a little bit uh, focus on, Prabhuji, a little bit. And also, like when you know the the temples are generally run, what is it? Uh, Good for grahastas to run the temple, or brahmacharis uh, uh, should run the temple, like a president and vice president. Uh, okay. What did what what are, what is what is then the shastras? Okay. Saying about this. See, <clears throat> so ideally, what should happen is uh, brahmachari should not get too much involved in money, because the moment brahmachari sees there is a money, uh, brahmachari's mind may get deviated and thinking that I can enjoy money separately. Hmm. So that's why brahmachari should stay in the temple, and his only involvement, as much as possible, should be to worship the deities, to give classes, to conduct yagyas. This is the ideal uh, role of a brahmachari that should he play. But the management, that is the temple president and fundraisers. Hmm. Uh, temple president has a role of. Uh, you know uh, maintaining the temple in terms of how the funds are coming how the funds are going this should be done by grahasthas hmm? uh, and of course vanaprasthas can also do in terms of guiding the grahasthas not in terms of getting into details hmm? 
Grahastha should get into full details of you know how much money is coming, what kind of scheme we can do. Like for example, Govinda's restaurant hmm, is a scheme which is there, uh, which is a strategy of ISKCON to raise money. Hmm. So uh, restaurant should be run by Grahastha's restaurant. What kind of food items should be there? How much should be charged to the people? All these things, day-to-day -day details should be done by Grahastha's. Uh, Vana Prasas can also uh, do a management in terms of guiding them. Saying that do like this, do like this. But sannyasis and brahmachari should not be involved in uh, any kind of management. Hmm. But this is ideal scenario. Hmm. But because Krishna consciousness movement is far wide and spread, uh, Prabhupada has used various times, various things. Hmm. Uh, like you will see that sometimes Prabhupada has told sannyasis to go and open bank accounts, uh, go and uh, do life membership, you know, collect money, hmm? because that was the need of the time. Hmm? Like you see, there are two sannyasis, Sridhar Maharaj and uh, uh, Giriraj Maharaj. They were sannyasis staying in Juhu. But Prabhupada told that for getting this Juhu land and developing, I need money. So for that sake, he was ready to sacrifice and told sannyasis, go and you know, get money, make life membership, fundraising and all that. So that was the need of a society, but uh, if you read carefully uh, the letters of Prabhupada and exchanges with his various disciples uh, and reading Bhagavatam purports, uh, we can understand that ideally sannyasis and brahmacharis should stay away uh, from these aspects of management in terms of uh, dealing with money, dealing with uh, you know women, like that. Uh, this is good only if vanaprasthas and grahasthas do. This is ideal. Uh, but based on the mission, sometimes uh, a senior leader can make a little bit changes hmm, depending on the situation. Like for example, there is a temple, there are only four or five brahmacharis and there is no grahastha there. If all these brahmacharis say, no, we will not do fundraising, then how they will eat, how the you know, prasadam will come, how the deities are served. So there can be minor changes, but this is ideal. Ideally, uh, the temple president should be a grahastha, fundraiser should be a grahastha, like that. Is it okay, Mataji? Yes, Prabhuji. And also, Prabhuji, uh, there are certain things uh, which are different in US and in India, right? Like, for example, in India, I heard that uh, all the services, uh, kitchen uh, and even the DT services are done mostly by the Prabhuji's. Hmm. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, DT kitchen cooking, yes, Mataji has come in, in India, Mataji has also come. But going inside the altar and doing the worship, uh, generally Mataji don't do. Or sometimes when there is a need, uh, they only do dressing of the Lord, but not when the altar is open for public darshan. Generally, Mataji don't come. This is Indian culture. But in West, I have seen I have seen letters to letters of Prabhupada also where Prabhupada has encouraged some Matajis to do worship uh, because uh, the deity has to be worshipped, the deities has to be taken care. And uh, for some higher principles, sometimes the lower principles are compromised. Hmm? Like generally, uh, you know, when woman goes into the altar, uh, the altar is supposed to be very perfectly clean. Hmm? So generally the Prabhus who do the altar service, they, they should be clean shaven head. The hair should not fall inside the altar because hair is considered unclean. So generally if Matajis go, 
it is quite possible that sometimes hairs fall like that so there are some uh, considerations also it is mentioned that the women should not go into the altar at various times but prabhupada has compromised uh, uh, not compromised he has adjusted the situation according to time place and circumstances because all the prabhus who were in the temple at that time they used to go out and distribute books and uh, some matajis were only there in the temple who used to stay in the temple and take care uh, uh, you know take care of the deities so some places some uh, depending on time place and circumstances prabhupada has made some adjustments mm-hmm. like that that is there is it okay mataji yes prabhuji thank you so much yes as you said uh, the dt seva has to has to continue at all costs all so, costs yeah time place circumstances uh, you know like uh, yeah yeah so i have also heard that prabhupada uh, has said this is gen- specifically to mataji sometimes uh, the women disciples of prabhupada has said that uh prabhupada we are not pure how can we do the service you know uh, all the prabhus have gone for book distribution so prabhupada has said that uh, if if at all anybody feels that you know they are unclean uh, they can wear silk dress silk pure silk dress if they wear uh, because silk is considered very pure uh, if you wear silk dress you are also considered pure so that's why you will see that sometimes even prabhupada wore silk dress you know silk dhoti and silk kurta not because we want to show off that we want to wear uh, silk and you know silk is a very rich uh, fabric you know, it is because silk is considered pure like that yeah okay never i've never heard of that so nice uh, yeah because uh, uh, for the ladies they say that uh, they can wear even cotton or silk sari right nothing in the or these two are allowed fabrics these two are allowed but sometimes even cotton is considered uh, not so pure if it is uh, not taken from right sources that's why when we enter the dts it is best we wear silk dress of course this is more applicable to grahasthas but brahmacharis can wear anything like that like bra- bra- grahasthas have to go uh, go through certain situations because of which uh, after some uh, till uh, you know 2 3 days sometimes they are considered unclean like that there are so many situations there so that is if that, that is a situation then they can wear silk dress and uh, do the service of the lord yes prabhu ji but prabhu ji like if the ladies uh, you know tie the hair nicely in a bun then there mm. is no chance of hair falling <laughs> yeah yeah so even even hair you know uh-huh. then is uh, this is this yeah. is what mataji done in india also when they come and serve in the dt they tie their head with a cloth or they have that you know uh, sometimes the chefs in the restaurants wear that uh, you know shower cap or something yes so that the hair doesn't fall like that so these are there but yeah these are all all details <laughs> but principally uh, brahmacharis and sanyasis should be away from money management women like that any further questions Thank you Prabhu ji thank you so much and thank you for reading the purport and uh, I really like one more point about uh, Rishabh Dev that how he is you know following uh, he doesn't need to do so many things but he's doing it so you know it is a, uh, setting an own good example like acharya does so you know we can follow that uh, you know getting married 
first following the brahmachari and then uh, you know so so mm-hmm. nice uh, uh, only shri prabhupad's books has these uh, you know like uh, all this mentioned uh, so nicely so yeah and like sometimes we can wonder like you know i mean why does lord has to do so much effort to teach us but you know mm-hmm. yes we say that krishna is a person and you know he wants to uh, even i heard in the krishna book that uh, uh, very early in the morning krishna would rise and uh, rise up you know brahmura time and then he, he would meditate on his own self like we just mm-hmm. chanting in the morning mm-hmm. so you know he's showing by his example like uh, yes obviously he won't chant his own name but uh, he just did some kind of a meditation right yes 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 so to chant his own names he came as chaitanya mahaprabhu hmm yes yeah. yes yes like that so he teaches so krishna also likes teaching this is one more aspect of krishna he likes to teach so that's why he comes <laughs> thank you prabhu thank you hari krishna so if there are any questions we can be asked otherwise we can end i think time is over thank you so much prabhu when you said that krishna likes to teach i just remember krishna mandir jagat guru so yes. thank you so much devotees have any other uh, questions or comments otherwise we will conclude the session here